0: What it is! How's it going, everybody? Today, we're gonna be talking about Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Try saying that 10 times fast. We're gonna talk about all the things, including how this is a LGBT classic, talk about the cast, all the fun adventures they get into, and, More importantly, how legendary this movie is, and you should have watched it if you haven't seen it already. But first, before you do that, listen to what we have to say, and the only way to do that is to sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to The First Ones To Die.
1: everyone welcome to the first ones to die podcast my name is jonathan we're here with you all back at it again another week i'm here with the lovely alex and jerome how are y'all doing today Jerome? haters Oh, oh
0: me. Uh <laughs> I'm good. Um Okay, so, I
1: could go to Alex. Alex, how you
0: doing? No, I mean I, I was fine. I'm already started now. You can't it's, it's too late. It's like writing a parking well, you ticket. you haven't really started. It's like writing a parking ticket. Once you start, you can't stop. Uh
2: <laughs> depending on how fast I can drive, yes. Yes I can, like. Well if you're in the car they're not gonna ticket you. That'd be cruel. They would ticket you. Oh yeah. And parking I, attendants have been known to be the kindest, warmest people in the world. I, I
1: remember years ago, my dad, I was going to this uh it was when I was like 12 or 13, I was going to this acting class. And my dad, he was parked outside, and he was parked in a like <laughs> an illegal spot, but he was in the car so that way he could like move it if somebody came somebody came up. And the parking attendant came up. And my dad was like, oh, wait, 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 I'm, I'm getting ready to leave. And the parking attendant was like, all right, great. Let me give you this parking ticket first. And he gave him the parking <laughs> See? ticket.
0: See, no. The reason they can't give you a parking ticket when you're in the car is because you're too they're, you're too close. Uh, they, they've become too close to an ass whooping. Because if they dare to give me a ticket, you better believe I'm getting out this <laughs> car. What do I have to lose at this point? I already, I already got the ticket. <laughs> My another like, ticket? Let me ex- another three hundred dollars. Allow me to exchange you. You gave me a ticket. Allow me to give you a concussion. All right. And I feel like that's a fair trade. Uh, <laughs> 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 Just get beat down. Um <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, my week's been fine. Glad to hear that um the new, uh, Milestone Initiative New Talent Showcase from DC is selling out in a couple of different comic book stores. A couple of my uh, cohort from Milestone Initiative have been like, yeah, I went to go buy the book just to support. And uh, it was sold out in my comic book shop. So, <laughs> and I'm hearing a lot, nice. so, a lot of that's going around. Um So, i um, glad that it's selling well, doing well. Great. Hope people are enjoying the stories. Uh, in fact, Rob hit me up today <laughs> to be like, I got your book. <laughs> and he, he read the story and everything so um, yeah so, and if you haven't picked that up yet go to your local comic book store ask if they have it ask for the DC New Talent Showcase um, milestone initiative and uh, pick it up when you get a chance um, but other than that uh, it's been a quiet week for me I haven't really been watching anything or doing anything um, only thing that uh, of note is uh, the game summer game fest started so they had their big like live um showcase uh this week uh, they showed off spider-man 2 which uh looks good looks really good i'm excited to play that game uh, come the fall although i gotta get a ps5 to play it because <laughs> they're no longer making ps4 ports anymore <laughs> so i'm uh-huh. just gonna well it's because you know it's it, the game's just too powerful it's like it's finally we're finally at that place where it's like you, you, they've moved on to the next gen of consoles. You got to have a PS5 or, or nothing. Um, so uh, hopefully I can get one. <laughs> hopefully the the trials of trying to get a PS5 are over and you could just buy one. Um, and then also they showed off Mortal Kombat 1. The new Mortal Kombat looks good. It is bloody and brutal <laughs> just as much as the last one was. Um, but this one, this time also the story looks really cool too. Uh, they've... Um, Uh, no spoilers for the ending of Mortal Kombat 11, but basically they're rebooting, they're restarting. Um, And it is in canon based off of how Mortal Kombat 11 ended. So uh, I'm excited for that. You know, they're trying out some new things. Like uh, one of the main ones I thought was interesting is in this new timeline that they're doing, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are brothers. So I'm like, oh, that's, I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's going to be curious. I'm curious how that works. Like, are they still from separate clans or are they from the same clan, but they just... Happen to be brothers, like, like, um, or happen have different. And fighting they were separated styles. at birth. Yeah, so you know it's going to be interesting to see that. Also, uh, apparently they got John Claude Van Damme to come in and do a little bit of Johnny Cage stuff. I'm sure that's not going to be in oh, the wow. story mode. I'm sure that's going to be like a customizable thing that you can swap to John Claude Van Damme version of Johnny Cage. Um, but still, like, it looks good, and it's uh, the only thing that's weird is the title because the title is Mortal Kombat One in reference to it rebooting everything, but I'm like, that's gonna be confusing because there is like, every time they do that, Battlefield did the same thing where it's like, Battlefield 1, and it's like, there is a Battlefield 1. It's the first one. <laughs> now yeah, but there two. it Yeah, but it's not called first Battlefield one,
2: 1, it's just called Battlefield 1. Yeah, I though. know, technically there, that's not his actual difference.
0: title, but when someone says, hey, have you played Battlefield 1? Now they have to clarify <laughs> which one they're talking about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or they could just say, "Have you played the original Battlefield?"
0: I guess that's true because it,
2: it's been it's been a quite some it's been a long time since the original Mortal Kombat, so like you would have to now start saying the original Mortal Kombat. Yeah,
0: um, but yeah, so that's pretty much been my week. Um, nothing else to report. Oh no, actually, there's a watch Spider Verse uh, this week. Uh, We're actually going to do a review of that next week, audience, so you'll have to wait till next week to get my full thoughts, along with everyone else's, but what I can tell you right now is, it's good. Wait, in two weeks, right? Two weeks, right. Well, they'll hear hear it in two weeks. They'll hear it in two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, But uh, it's good. It's good. If you haven't seen it already, go see it. It's fantastic. I'm vibing with the soundtrack. It's not as good as the first soundtrack from the first movie, but I, I do like a lot of the tracks. Uh, Metro Boomin did the soundtrack this time around and he did a great job. Um, and also um, the animation this time, oh, it's beautiful. It's even better than the, better than the first one. So please, if you know, support this movie so that we get more Spider-Verse movies. As long as they're good though, because, you know, we don't want it to become a Fast and Furious thing where it's like, you hit a point where you're just like, all right, well, look at that, least man. this is enough. At least it's animation. Enough, is at, enough. <laughs> at least it's animation, so it's based already.
2: And in they actually are ideology.
0: superheroes. So, right.
2: you know, I saw so, a clip from Fast and the Furious or Too Fast, Too Furious with Ludacris. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you mean he looks like Ludacris he in 2000? <laughs> maybe that's what it is. I'm like anybody from 2000. I'm like, you look ridiculous at this point in your life. <laughs> Nobody looked good in the early 2000s. <laughs>
1: Speaking of uh, ludicrous, speaking of ludicrous, there's this ad. I don't know if you guys have seen this ad, uh, if it's come up for you, like on YouTube or whatever. Um, but it's this ad with uh, Ludacris, Zoe Saldana, and Matt Damon sitting together at a table. What is it for? What's the ad for? You um, had
2: to be every- up until Matt Damon. Then it got weird.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Jeremy <laughs> Allen White. Um, it's oh, for wow. Stella Artois. That, that is a weird Stella Artois. Group.
2: Yeah, that's a weird group. For the people.
1: beer, <laughs> yes. And and Zoe Saldana's like, if you could have dinner with any anybody on the planet, who would it be? And Ludacris is like, I would go with a world class actor. Me, <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> right, as he's sitting there with Zoe Saldana and Matt and Matt Damon. But, uh, yeah. And you're not
0: going to put it's Jeremy Allen White in that, in that grouping? No, well, I,
1: well, I'm looking at this ad and it says Jeremy Allen White's in it as well. Have oh, you seen the like bear? Appears, it's amazing. Right, no, sorry. He, he only appears, he only appears through the phone. He's not actually there. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha.
2: <laughs> I don't like him. I just, there's, I just don't like him. Why? He's great. The bear.
0: He's great in the bear. Oh, his
2: acting exactly, exactly. I, there's something about, I look at him and I'm like, I it's the Tom Cruise effect for me. I look <laughs> look at the person. I'm like, I I per, like. I feel like if I met you in real life, I wouldn't like you. No matter how nice of a person you are, you're a nice like, guy. There's just something about him. I don't know. There's something about him. I look at him and I'm like, I don't like him. Is you. it
0: because you saw him in Shameless first? Because a lot of people saw him in Shameless and they are like, they were, they were like, alright, well this guy's going to play jerks for the rest of his life.
2: <laughs> no! He, it might have possibly been that, but like, I see him in The Bear and he does a very good job. The Bear is very good. I like that show.
0: Can't wait for season 2. Watch. Watch it's supposed it. to come out it's later on this list. year.
2: But I have to watch it kind of broken up because I'm like, every time I see his face, I'm like, it's like he almost has a very punchable face. <laughs> I do, I want to punch him a little bit
1: Uh, well did How was your week? Did you did you feel like punching anybody else, Alex?
2: <laughs> oh, plenty of people Um, I got my car back I'm super excited about that hey. Super happy for that uh, It was two and a half weeks without it So, nice. I hate the bus You're getting I emotional, bus that's approach.
0: why you had to turn off this camera no, Thank I was, you, I know, it's a lot I was looking for something <laughs>
2: <laughs> Um, there's been nonsense going on at my work, so that's been fun. I can't say too much because I don't know what entirely is going on, and technically it is a major corporation, so I can't say really shit right now. But, whole lot of nonsense. Working a corporate job. A medical corporate job is the fucking worst. So, but it's going to be interesting. And I was one of those people who tried to get Jerome's comic. Hey! Did you
1: sign I by. My
2: copy. was yeah he was able to sign it when he stopped by so I went to four different comic book stores to get this I went to one in Bellevue Uh, it didn't come in with his latest shipment he was like looking at the invoices he's like I should have had it and then the second one was like we didn't get our shipment in at all for any of our comic books I felt kind of bad for them I went to the comic book store at Pike Place they were completely out Finally, I called this other comic book store, Arcane, which is in Shoreline. And, like, I called them ahead of time because it was already, like, 5.30. They were about to close in half an hour. I'm like, do you have this? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, can you hold one aside for me? So, I got it today. Like, literally maybe an hour before recording.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> or
2: an hour and a half or something. so. But I got it. And, yeah, drums right. It's, like, either being sold out or people are not getting their shipping or their <laughs> shipments in. So... That's another thing to be concerned about. (laughs) Other than that, my week's been pretty chill. I haven't done too much. Ah, other than watch the movies. I've been looking at watching the Fast and the Furious movie. That keeps peeking up in my brain, and I'm like, I kind of want to watch it. Tokyo
1: Drift was playing on TV uh, earlier today. I was considering watching it, but I was like, no, never mind.
2: Like, it doesn't feel worth it. I, like, want to watch it, but it does not feel worth it. I feel like I will gain nothing out of watching this movie. Right. (laughs) So, but... Anyway, how's your week been, Jonathan? Good.
1: Uh, Pretty standard. Uh, Yesterday, I watched... I Want to Dance with Somebody on Netflix. Did you like
2: it? Um. So, it was... (laughs)
0: It was <laughs> perfectly fine. That's uh, any review um, that starts with with a sigh and then so uh, <laughs> it's like okay. It was. Well, so it, I, I'm already guessing it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Naomi
1: Aki, I believe, is how you say her name. She she did great. Uh, she did a great job portraying. Whitney Houston and Stanley Tucci did a great job uh, playing Stanley Clive Tucci. Davis.
2: But I didn't know he was it, in there. I love Stanley Tucci.
1: Yeah, he was great. He was great. Cool. Uh, and he really like transformed for the world. He really looked like Clive Davis as well. But especially the first like three quarters of the movie, it was so fast paced. And it just basically went through her entire career kind of in a way that we already knew. Like, it went through all of the beats of her career that you already know. So, like, how will I know? Then uh, I want to dance with somebody. Oh, this you're making music for white people. Um, uh, and then uh, I will always love you. And blah, 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 and then blah, blah, blah. And then at the very, like, the last quarter of the movie, um, that's when you kind of get into some of the more emotional stuff. Cause obviously towards the end of her life, it was very, she had a very, it, it was rough towards the end of her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I didn't know the whole backstory about her and like her, her relationship. Like she had a whole girlfriend, uh, when she first started out and everything
0: and they dive into that. Um, see, but that's why like, uh, so like because my only uh hesitancy to watch that movie was that it was made by the same person who made Bohemian Rhapsody. Um which I, I don't know if they got the same writer too. I know it's the same director. But I remember my biggest issue with that movie is how much stuff they made up to make the movie work.
2: <laughs> and yeah. so
0: I was really like I'm like, I'm not in the mood to to find out that like half of this is like lies just to make Whitney Houston's story more interesting. <laughs> As a movie (laughs) granted she has an interesting life just off rip so it's not like she doesn't have an interesting story to tell but just i i like so that was my biggest thing but i i did hear that that was a big part of the movie and so i was like i'm just not i like i i don't doubt the that that happened it's more just like does the movie tell it the way it happened or do they like make some stuff up
1: (laughs) right I heard this was approved by her family. So, but then again, Bohemian Rhapsody was also like approved. It was approved by, by the, the band. The band <laughs> right. And I heard that was like, they, they made up stuff to make themselves look better, the band. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: In but the overall, end, yeah, they always just, it's all lies. It's all lies. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but overall it was good to relive all of the, Whitney Houston moments that you you know you, you know and love. So glad they um, nailed the Super was,
0: Bowl. I remember seeing that in the trailer, yeah, being like, that "I clip. mean, yeah, that's an iconic moment."
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the only national anthem to go number one on Billboard.
0: The only one who's come close to that is Jimi Hendrix. Mm. But even then, I, I like uh, I remember having a uh, discussion with.
2: Wasn't it more his guitar riff though, not his actual? Singing, oh no, he didn't though. sing
0: it. He just like played it.
2: Yeah, it was a guitar riffing. Yeah. yeah, so that's like a, also a difference because so many just you see just so many singers crack under the na- national anthem.
0: You know why? It's because they all want to be Whitney Houston. They all want to do like some like some like It's like, you don't need to do all that. Just sing the song. It's it, 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 Wait,
1: it's what a do host, they want to do again? Sorry, it, it, it cut out. What do they want to do? I
0: don't need to do it again. You heard it the first time.
2: That's, you should sing it and show us how they want to do it though. Because Because they want to do all these runs and everything. That's like,
0: you don't need to do all that. Or sometimes they just change the song entirely. Have you heard R. Kelly's version of the national anthem for, I think it was a celebrity game?
2: I actively don't listen to R. Kelly. This man no, turned no, no. the national
0: anthem into like a gospel R&B jam, complete with like audience interaction, and everything, where he's like, come on, y'all, let's clap it up. And it's like, no, this is, we're here for some basketball. This is not a concert. <laughs> Get your ass off the stage. we off the court. We're trying to watch this game. <laughs> like, it's just, I just don't understand it. I'm like, just sing the song. If you're not like, like a Beyonce or like a Whitney Houston or whatever. Don't try and do these runs. You ain't Jennifer Hudson. All right. You can't do
2: it. So you go I don't know why I just, for this pop, the for you, Jerome, uh, I can't watch the movie on this on Friday because I, I am going to the Mariners game. Oh, just talking oh, about the national that, anthem. That, of sports, that just like, clicked in my head right now. <laughs> I was like, I got to tell, I got to say it now though. Cause it's, I, it's I'm going to lose it eventually. Um, but I will see somebody singing the national anthem this Friday, uh, the 16th. They better not at the remix Mariners it. Game. <laughs> God, hope not. Listen,
1: they're playing so the learned that
0: the hard way.
2: <laughs> oh, Fergie is got
1: so.
0: Bad.
2: The fact that like players literally turn their backs to laugh <laughs> is something that's like, oh man, she like said, these players are like stoned when they're
1: like, yeah, yeah. What did she say? What did she, say? she said, She's like, better better yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
0: eh, 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 way, eh. It's like, yo, cut it off. Cut her mic. Cut it. <laughs> it's just, cause it's, especially cause it's like, There's you don't even man. have to do that. Like uh, it makes me think of like, for example, um, uh, Aretha Franklin when she, cause she sang the national anthem a couple times, but I think on her last time she was much older. So her voice couldn't do the things it used to be able to do, but she took it slow. She brought a piano out like they, uh, and she just played the piano. Like, so she kind of made it her own version by having a piano that she could play live. On the on the football field while she sang the national anthem, and it was fine. She sang it normal, and it went over really well. Like if you, if you want to do something like that, that makes sense. It's like all right, cool. Like you know, like adjust it to your voice, fine. But you don't need to be doing all the all of the, all of the fanfare and stuff like that. Especially if you can't do it, just sing regular. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, agreed. uh well,
2: other than that, it was, how was
1: the rest of your week, Jonathan? That, that that was it. I I didn't really do too much this week, so.
2: Yeah, weird discussion we just had there. <laughs> I'm just saying, right. you know,
0: everybody wants to be Whitney Houston. Y'all ain't going to get no Billboard Top 100 National Anthem, okay? It's not going to happen for you.
2: <laughs> well, speaking you of know,
1: patriotism, sorry.
0: What?
2: Patriotism? <laughs> no, wait, wait. Speaking of patriotism, what? Go for it. <laughs>
1: Drag queens.
2: <laughs> hey. That's not a decision at all. <laughs> that is a topic of America right now, though.
0: I guess it that's is. true. It is. <laughs>
2: not?
1: And um, and you know what? It's Pride. It's Pride Month. So. It is Pride Month. Uh, You're honoring Pride. You know Month. what?
2: <laughs> I had um. So I was talking to my sister about this, and I was like, you know, I I'm queer, and I never really came out to anybody because, like, I told my mom when I was young. And then she kind of just told the rest of my family and they were like, all right, chill. And then like our friends, you don't really have to come out to our friends because we're all a big bag of mixed stuff. And I was like, yeah, I've never come out in my life and I've never had anybody to come out to. He's and I feel like I missed out on uh, that opportunity sometimes.
0: Have you ever seen that College Humor sketch <laughs> about that where it's uh, Grant O'Brien, because Grant is um, uh, bisexual. Oh, where
2: like, he comes out. As, yeah, he uh, comes out
0: to his no, friends. No, he- it, to his friends. They
2: think he's coming out as gay and they're like, we don't care. But he's like, well, I'm bi. And then they're like, then they have a problem.
0: No, they don't have, They don't care about anything. They're just like.
2: <laughs> no, they have a problem with it being bi in the end because they're oh. like, just choose one side or the other. Oh, right. That's no, right. Cause that's he's great. like,
0: they're like, they're like, oh no, it's fine, Grant, whatever. He's like, no, you don't understand. I have formed my entire identity around you guys not accepting this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never like had that thing but it's also like well I kind of want to come out to somebody and I kind of actually did by accident recently so I did post about being like uh being a queer person on my regular Instagram and how I was like if you piss me off this month it's considered a hate crime <laughs> or like a lot of the statements are or a lot of arguments are going to end during pride month really uh <laughs> When I had originally left my job, I had added a lot of coworkers and I had forgotten that. And then I came back to this job. Apparently, quite a few coworkers did not know I was queer. And so I got a happy Pride Month, which, very sweet of them, very supportive, but also what in their heads made them think I was straight at all? Like, I've never had somebody assumed I was straight more well, no, than anything. Just
0: don't, you like, at this point, you don't assume anything, all right? You wait till someone tells you. Cause then that's how you. Yeah,
2: but there's like a thought. Cause there's, but there's you some, always make up an idea in somebody's head, already. I'm, I'm
0: just saying, there's some dudes out here that like, you know, like you, you'd swear they are flamboyant as hell. You know what I mean? They go, they get a manicure, pedicure every other week. They, 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 they dress a certain type of way, and you're like, he's gay. And then you find out he's ha- not only does he have a girlfriend, he's been dicking them down since he was out the womb. Like, uh, what <laughs> <20th> he, <year?
2: laughs> Yeah. Already
0: we've gotten the phrase. You know
2: what? But that's more on men than anything, cause y'all So they
1: have to they have to your grooming cares?
2: Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that's more on men than anything. Cause why y'all why is grooming and taking good care of yourself considered gay? That's something that says for your gender. Y'all no, uh, need to learn how listen, to moisturize this properly. This actually will go
0: into my, well, first of all, black people know how to moisturize. African Let me tell you something. Face scrubs
2: all are right? okay to use. It's, I'm just saying. It's
0: white people that don't know how to moisturize. Black people have been moisturizing since we since the day we could walk. All right, the second we could get a jerkin's bottle of lotion Cocoa in our butter. Cocoa butter. Put the olive oil in your hair. Literally, there's Shea not butter. a piece of a black person's body that isn't moisturized in some way, shape, or form. With hair moisturizer, beard I conditioner. Know. I don't know. I've lotion. seen some people's
1: elbows. <laughs> I've seen
0: some black people go but um no this is my pitch actually so check it out right like i I have a, a great way to get more straight men to actually go to the manicure and pedicure place uh and they not feel like no matter who they are, you know, what I mean, if they have some reservations or whatever. And it's a, a place, I pitched it with a whole bunch of people. We were talking about it. It's called Spiffy Lube. It's where you can go and you can get your oil changed. And while that's happening, you can also go and get a manicure pedicure. But the inside is going to look like a metal, like it looked like a workshop. You know what I mean? There's going to be curigate, uh, uh, what's, what's it called, um, not not uh, is it corrugated? I don't know what the word is, but you know that like it's I gonna be you're steel. Say, I thought you were trying to say Keurig for a second. No, 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 it's going to yeah, be. I thought talking there's there's going to be steel all along the sides. You know, all the ladies are going to be using Dremels and everything like that. You know, hardware tools, like or at least going to look like that rather. But it's going to be do the same thing. You know what I mean? The chairs are going to have massage chairs. Sports are going to be on inside. You know what I mean? It's just going to be a man's true paradise where he can get pampered and ple- and uh, you know and uh, and impressed. Uh, but he can still feel like a man. <laughs> spiffy lube. If you if you want to uh, you know support my my mission and my drive, Venmo me as Jerome right, Send me some money for Spiffy lube. Just put like an oil sign or something in the in the description, and I'll know that it's for Spiffy lube. And then I'll put it inside of a bank account. And one day we're gonna make this happen. All right, Seattle's gonna be uh, ground zero for Spiffy lube. Y'all gonna see. <laughs> Hashtag Spiffy lube. That's right. Uh, well, <laughs> back to the
1: topic at hand, uh, <laughs> today's film uh, that we're reviewing is Two Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Neymar. Newmar. 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 Uh,
0: Jerome, uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, this film. Yeah, so uh, this is a movie coming all the way from 1995, the best year, because that's the year I was born. And
2: uh, <laughs> I was four years old.
0: And uh, it is, uh, the description on IMDb says, three drag queens travel cross country until their car breaks down, leaving them stranded in a small town. And that is a very apt description, but it leaves out a lot, actually. But, <laughs> but this is a uh, very popular LGBT comedy from the 90s. Uh, it was very big when it came out, um, especially mostly because of the talent that was attached to it. Um, and this we movie is, is awesome. I, I, I'm glad we got to do this because I really wanted this. <laughs> like, I think this is a great movie. I remember watching it for the first time and being like, this is insane. I've never, <laughs> I'd never seen a movie like this because I had never known anything about drag culture at that time. I, did, I think I watched this when I was like uh, maybe in middle school so I knew nothing about it, but it it like blew me away when I watched it for the first time.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. Patrick Swayze, John Linguizamo, which I just, by looking, I had not looked at the cast list, uh, apparently, and I just realized, and am just now seeing that John Linguizamo was Chi-Chi.
2: He didn't have anyway. his wig on at the beginning of the movie. Like, that was full Leguizamo right there. He was when? Walking to the competition. when he was talking to the competition, he held a head with the wig on. So, like, oh. Leguizamo was in full view. Ha! It's not wow. just me. You miss him too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, this is uh, Alex. Is a, I know it's a running thing. Alex <laughs> doesn't realize that it's the person who it is starting the movie. Now, 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 I have that added to my, um, my resume as well. Uh, RuPaul makes an appearance as well as. Uh, uh, with uh, uh oh my gosh who else uh Robin
2: Williams Robin Williams <laughs> Robin Williams, Williams. Robin Williams was a surprise
0: I forgot he was in this movie until he showed I was like yo Robin Williams in this movie <laughs> um also misunderstood is in this movie as well that's the, the, one yeah. of the few drag queens outside of RuPaul that I I knew by name um but uh, th- there's a lot of drag queens in here as themselves um which is cool I mean, if there's any Naomi movie to Campbell? do it, it's this one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Miss Wait, Naomi, Naomi Campbell.
0: Campbell. Girl, uh, Girl at she China was... Bowl. Girl so at she's probably yeah. very much in the background.
2: <laughs> no, she was actually, they met her right as they came in. Hmm. See, I actually remember that because I was confused. I was like, is that Naomi Campbell? Because she looks so insanely young. Cause, well, it's been like over 30 years now, or it's been close to 30 years this movie's been out. And so when I saw her, I was like, she looks like a teenager here. It's crazy how young she looks. Mm, okay. She might have been a teenager. How old is Tim Campbell? Uh, I think she's anyway. in like, her mm-hmm. <laughs> She's in her 50s, so she was in her 20s. Maybe. That's so weird. It kind of me out because they called John Leguizamo's character. They kept calling, like, kid and child and, like, oh, it's a baby. The Man was 30 years, 35 years old in that's, this film. That's that was that's if I
0: have a critique of this movie, it's that they should have. Ca- I know they cast like because he was uh big at that time, but they clearly meant for that role to be someone
2: younger, <laughs> much younger, <laughs> much younger. Yeah, because I was like, they kept like saying like certain things, especially with Robin Williams' character, who was uh, his character's name was John Jacob J- Jiggle.
1: Hammersmith,
2: yeah, John Jacob <laughs> and I was like. At first, I thought the Patrick Swayze's character was being funny, but I'm like, oh no, that's that's his name. Uh, sorry, Vita. Vita is her. Vita Boheme is uh, Patrick Swayze's drag name in this movie. No,
1: Noxima N-
0: Noxima
2: Noxima Jackson is <laughs> Wesley Snipes, and Chi Chi Rodriguez is John, John Leguzanos. By the way, that whole introduction to his character was just straight up racist by the way when they first see him on the stairs they're like oh look at the little latin boy cry ask the little latin boy i was like the fuck is happening here (laughs) and then when they go upstairs and they're like talking about it they're like oh don't get involved with the latins because this is like they mentioned some organization that was big in the 1990s but like i was like excuse you
1: (laughs) yeah there there were there were quite a few uh (laughs) microaggressions oh yeah uh both both uh coming from the drag queens and coming from uh, the outsiders as well
2: with the drag queens there was just a lot of racial microaggressions and then outside world was racial and uh homophobic
1: homophobic Mm -hmm.
2: so but I did appreciate that the movie didn't steer away from it. They didn't try to pretend like, oh yeah, this is that they were safe and that they you know, were gonna be welcomed everywhere. Like this really was about them getting stuck in the middle of nowhere and how the middle of nowhere would probably treat them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Also, yeah, I- Wesley Snipes' arms were insane in those dresses. That's the
0: thing. I, throughout the entire movie, and I know it's part of the, I I feel like it's part of the comedy, but I love the idea that like, very few people know that they're drag queens. Like they're, just, right. yeah, <laughs> like they're women and okay. I'm like, okay, I can, I'll give you John Leguizamo. When John Leguizamo has his makeup on and everything, he he, he passes, definitely. And Patrick he, Swayze- He looks a little like Rosie Perez. Yeah, and then you got Patrick Swayze. I'm like, okay, I'll give you that. And, and the Vita get up, it, it looks a lot more feminine. Wesley Snipes does not look, <laughs> like there, there's not enough makeup in the world to cover up the muscles, to cover how big his back is. This man is out here. He's buff. <laughs> there's no way. In some
2: outfits, when they have, like, the whole body coverage, maybe. Like, maybe. But, like, when they, at the very beginning, when they're getting awarded, or when they're getting called winners, he's in, like, this spaghetti-strap dress. I'm like, this man is walking around like this.
0: <laughs> accepting his, like, something is, like, awarded. And then I, he has a chiseled I, I jaw, too. Helps. Like, there's a sharp right. jawline. <laughs>
1: Well, I I think that kind of helped in some of the more comedic (laughs) moments when uh, when you know he's he's getting on the dudes who are are not treating the women right and he's grabbing them by the balls quite literally. yeah. And uh I love that yeah. scene when
0: she play when they uh go and they play in basketball with the WBA and Wesley Snipes is on and the court and Nox I was like Seema. I was like Noxima's about to straight up destroy y'all on this court in this game. <laughs> There's no and way she did, she, she did. did. She, she dominated did. She on the court.
2: I like when he bounced away though and he was clapping. He's like, Yay! And he was like bouncing on <laughs> You're just like Ready to body check anybody that came near you with the ball, and like, and then you were bouncing away, giggling, happy. I'm like, I like that though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I so I uh had not seen this movie before this week, I didn't know it existed
0: before this week. Yeah, and, I was gonna uh, ask because I, I also didn't. Uh, Alex, did uh, you also this is also your first time too, right?
2: So I have watched it, uh, but it's been like Decades since I watched it. So I didn't really remember anything of it. I watched it, yeah, like back when I was like a teenager or something. But I didn't even remember the title. I didn't even remember the title of the movie, hmm. honestly. So Which I, I do appreciate know. that they give you exactly why this is called. Um, to, wo- wo- to Wong Fu. Wo-ming. To Wong Fu. Uh, right away. They explain it right at the beginning.
1: I also didn't know that this was the first Hollywood, major Hollywood movies, the major Hollywood studio movie to center on drag queens. Uh, Which, you know, kind of makes sense because I feel like uh, in maybe like the 80s, that's when like the drag culture first started popping off. Mm -hmm. So naturally in the 90s, you get um, a movie made uh, based on it. Which I feel like there aren't a lot of, I but, feel like there aren't really any drag movies nowadays.
0: I mean, the closest we've gotten is Pose, um, the FX show that's, that came that's out. A show right? Yeah, like, but I, I just true. mean like something that's what? focused on that culture, which that's more ball well, Ru- culture well, than the just drag queens. Is probably RuPaul's
1: Drag Race. That's well, probably the biggest. I
0: meant like like the uh, fictional show, because yeah, reality show. Um, we've gotten RuPaul's Drag Race, but I'm like, as far as like a a fictional tale about that culture pose is probably the closest we've gotten in a, in a while um, and even then that's really about ball culture so it's not even really specifically drag queens as much as it's just about that era of of the 70s going into the 80s um, so it's been a minute since we had like an actual like f- drag queen focused movie or anything like that
2: it technically wasn't drag queen drag queen focused but I would argue something like it hot is definitely a drag movie <laughs> Definitely.
1: Would you call also uh, Mrs. Doubtfire
0: a drag? I would no. I would not consider that drag movie. (laughs) Why? Because he
2: puts on a corset. He puts on stockings. He does layered makeup. No, he puts on a mask.
0: Drag is you are still you with the makeup and everything, and you're putting on a show. Maybe it wasn't. He's not putting on a show. He's
2: in disguise. As, a, as another He's person, acting as Mrs. Doubtfire. That's worse. And maybe if Wesley Snipes had had a mask, he would actually believe it a little bit more that he he was a woman. No, but that's... Or could be mistaken. But that's a woman. The,
0: that's the thing. It's like it, that's part of the comedy is that we know that is the, <laughs> that they're not um, cis women. You know, they're drag queens. But that's the comedy of the of the story. Is like you know. But it's like even they say it here. It's like you can't just put on a wig and makeup and just become a drag queen. There's four steps to it, all right. That's what the movie said.
2: <laughs> There's always four steps to everything.
0: <laughs> um, Jonathan, what do you think though of like watching this for the first time? Like, uh, were you surprised by the casting? Were you surprised by like the the story or or anything? Like, what what do you think?
1: Yeah, well, I didn't know who. Was in it, so I was surprised. Well, clearly, I was just surprised now by the fact that, um, (laughs) uh, by the fact that, uh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting everyone's name right now. Uh, By the fact that John Leguizamo was was in it. Uh, But yeah, I, I going back, I was kind of thinking about my main thought or one of my main thoughts while watching this movie was, I wonder how. It was received by the public at large when it was was released because even now when things come out, if I'm, I imagine if a movie like this were to come out now, there would there would still be some some backlash. Uh, so I, I just wonder like how it was received uh, when it came out. But uh, overall, I thought it was fun. Um, I there were comedic moments. I thought uh, Wesley Snipes as Noxema killed it. Uh mm-hmm. Noxima, she had some hilarious lines in there. <laughs> uh, I I knew, I just knew when um somebody said, I think when they were when they were staying in the house and um it was either it, it was either Vita or Chi Chi who said, I'm staying. And then uh Noxima said okay, well go on Jennifer holiday. I just knew that was the joke that was gone because the first thing that popped into my mind was I'm staying, I'm staying. So, uh, (laughs) so, uh, that, that was funny to me. Um, I also was thinking, I also was thinking like, you know, how obviously it's fictional and a lot of this stuff is severely exaggerated. Um, like we were mentioning at the beginning, chances are you would know that by looking at them, they were drag queens um, and not like like cisgender women. Um, but I also wondered how true it is to, if, if these three drag queens were to go through middle America, if they would actually, you know, they did face a little bit of uh, heat Um, somewhat but I just was thinking to myself would these women especially like the women at the home wherever Mm -hmm. they were um, would they actually accept them like this especially in the 19 in the 90s um, would they actually be accepted like that Um, or is this is this just a fantasy I
0: mean I, I would imagine it depends on the person Cause I feel like, I feel like there's a, like, you know, it's a perspective thing. I know for me, like when I grew up growing up in South Carolina, especially like I never met, I think I met maybe on one hand, I can count of on one hand how many people I met that were, um, on the, the sexual spectrum in any way, shape or form. Like, uh, I think I met, maybe met one gay person and one bisexual person. And that was pretty much my experience with LGBT growing up as a kid, um and even then you know we're kids so who knows if that was actually true that's just how we felt that like those kids may have felt at that time and then maybe they changed differently um i don't know because I, I haven't met them since then um but then you know and then when i went to college met a few more people who were gay but that was it and then moving out here to seattle is when i my first time really meeting the whole spectrum of meeting people who are asexual who are trans uh transgender uh bi gay um, non-binary, like it—it it just was like culture shock. So it took me a long time to like understand it, to learn it. But then it's like meeting those people changed my perspective, because you know when you grow up in the south, it still feels other. Like even if you, even if you say like, ah oh, yeah, we're cool with if you're gay, it's no big deal. But just you know, don't come with me to church, or don't say that in front of my in front of my family, or you know, there's always these like asterisks. You add to it that is like this unconscious bias that you don't realize you have until you then like really take a step back and self reflect and be like, you know what? I'm st- even though I say I'm ex- being accepting of this group of people, I'm still making reservations on how accepting I'm allowing myself to be, you know? And so I feel like I say all that to say, I feel like if they did take <laughs> a trek through middle America. I feel like not maybe not everybody would be into it, but I feel like if, they met, like if some of them actually took the time to talk to those people or whatever, they would find where those biases are, correct those, and then also realize they're just people. Like, I had to realize that. It's like, they're just people. They don't live their life the way I live it, but that doesn't mean they're not worthy of being loved, of not being respected, of not being given the chance to just enjoy their life the way they want to enjoy it. Like, is what it is. Or there's, or there's, depending
2: the people...
0: on the, go ahead. Oh,
1: sorry. Oh, I was just going to say there's uh, adding to that uh, list of um, the things people say. It's like there's the people who also say, um, when people say that they're gay, like there, there's people who are like, oh, I don't, uh, Don't like I don't want I don't care what goes on between like you and who else or I don't care what goes on in the bed or uh, I don't want my kids uh, hearing you talk about being gay because um, I don't care what goes on in the sheets or whatever. Uh, Whereas it's not the same with like like straight people. It's like you could talk about being straight all the time and it's like no Mm -hmm. issue, you know. Whereas being gay, it's, all, it's always, like, so sexualized.
2: Yeah. Well, like, well, in my high school, all the straight kids were fine to do. And we barely got, like, an LGBT club started when I was going there. And I remember going there. And it was so uncomfortable for me because, ironically, I was I was still technically in the closet. None of my friends do. But I was also the only queer person there. I was like, this feels more like an allyship club, but like, I like the support. I went to like two meetings. They were the weird kids that started it. (laughs) But it's also that with like progressive places, like places that are considered progressive, like Chicago, even you could go to that city and they may or may not be accepted just like with middle america you have like a chance of like finding one family that may not be too influenced also by a lot of the media that's going on right now and the negativity they've shown towards drag queen and the sexualization of it that's causing a lot of people to suddenly be like well this is like you know sin blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. i think if there's out there, there's a place where like social media isn't run to rapid, it, and it's really just people just trying to live their life and being like, What you do is your business, as long as you're causing no harm, I don't care. Which is a lot of times that is what those small towns are, but they're also very heavily racist. So, John Leguizamo and uh, Wesley Snipes characters would not be safe in general.
0: True, or they're highly re- perceiving th- them as women, or they're highly yeah. religious too, and that can be a problem, also.
2: Yeah. So you got the highly religious where everybody goes to that one church, uh, or you have the super racist which kills two out of the three characters. So yeah,
0: especially with that sheriff.
2: America's great. Where
0: the, the, the sheriff is just oh yeah, the sheriff is straight up is like he is hitting all of them. He's a he's a racist. He sexually assaults that like because let's just let's just say they were all cis women, right? Like he was straight up about to just sexually assault this woman, not even five feet away from this car. That she just got out of.
2: I like mean, it was sad that he didn't He
0: did die.
1: technically still sexually assault. Yeah, he that's did, true, actually.
0: And then on top of that was also like trying to start, essentially gather up for a manhunt for these people. So this is just the worst cop possible. The only reason it doesn't feel and that bad the, is because it's a comedy. Also, so they lighten it. And,
1: right. <laughs> And then also this police force is corrupt because he's saying he got beat up by a woman <laughs> and this police force is like, ah, we could get
2: ah, two shits left, right?
0: <laughs> we don't right. care.
2: <laughs> this is why I tell you, this is why I carry a Hello, Hello Kitty mini bat in my car because if I come swinging out with that, suddenly no longer am I fighting a five foot five, foot five woman with a Hello Kitty bat. I suddenly turn into a giant man. <laughs> Like throwing around a tire iron. Nobody's gonna admit to that because you get laughed at and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> I I although I do love that scene, that does make me laugh.
2: I don't know, I don't know why.
0: I've always I always love movies where they have like like comedies that have the prejudice person or whatever, because they always make them like as stupid as I as you feel.
2: I love the prejudice person. Well, because in like films. in like in
0: my <laughs> In my head, it's like this is how dumb it feels in real life, but you can't say that, you know, you can't show that. So it's like this is a this is a perfect like embodiment of that because I think about also like Smoking and the Bandit, where Jackie Gleason's character as a sheriff, uh, Sheriff Buford T. Justice, he's prejudiced, but he's also an idiot and incapable <laughs> of hunting down one person, and so it's like yeah, because if you are prejudiced, you should be. <laughs> Cause you're a jackass and an I th- idiot.
2: I think like people like us who deal with a lot more prejudice, we find a weird humor in it because you have to do that to survive a little bit. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, one of the days I was taking it out the bus, I got called a slur, uh, a middle Eastern slur. And in my head, all I thought was I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't feel threatened or anything. But you you weren't were
1: offended or threatened. You were just I, like- I wasn't
2: that offended. I wasn't that like threatened. The guy just kind of looked at me, didn't stop walking and said it. And like there is these two nice old women who kinda of looked at me concernedly and I just shot and then my all in my head was like, I'm I'm Mexican I'm clearly Mexican. Why would he get the wrong slur?
1: That was that so was in the I think you, you told me that was during the Pax the packside days, right?
2: No, no. This happened recently. <laughs> well, oh I'm not had my car back. No, it's <laughs> happened before. No, that time I got called the N word. Hmm. that time i was i verbally let out my confusion when I, people asked me are you okay and i'm like i'm not black <laughs> why did she call me that they're like what what do you mean i'm like Oh, i'm clearly not black I, it was like did, during the winter the time too, were like, like,
1: did the person think you were like uh mixed like black and white like biracial because some, some some biracial <laughs> black and white people look look like la- latino <laughs> or latino mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but you, they look like maybe Dominican or something. Like I'm clearly <laughs> very much like, unless I'm doing like straight up. No, I can't. I'm not. I can't even be like a light skinned black person. <laughs> like there is, I have no mimicking features or anything like that. So I was like, that one. I was just like, I'm like, you just on something, aren't you? You don't actually see me, you see something else. Cause you have to be on something. So, but there's that, there's a weird humor in that. And that's what I, I kind of agree with you with the like, sheriff because it brings them out of this humorous, you know, survival thing we all have to see them. And you're like, you're a bumbling fool. Just like I imagine you are in real life. <laughs> well, especially that that I have no respect for.
0: Especially that scene in the bar when he's just like, he's, the gears are turning and he's just like, two men. Laying together. Loving each other. <laughs> and, it's just, and I'm like, yeah, because you're gay. <laughs> like that's why you're angry.
2: <laughs> there was oh, there was an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. nine yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine that was like that were uh Holt and Jake Peralta, the main characters, they were in a jail cell in Florida. Oh, yeah. I
0: remember that episode. Yeah.
2: (laughs) They were about to fight and the sheriff's like, oh, let me get a good seat. And they're like, you're not going to stop us? And he's like, no, whatever. So instead they like kiss briefly and the sheriff like rips open the door. He's like, hey, knock that off. (laughs) And then he's on the news later. He's like, well, yeah. He's like, and then they started kissing, which there's nothing wrong with that. But like, I shouldn't have to see it. (laughs) <laughs> like you had these people in prison and he that's how they ended up escaping and it's that like whole bumbling fool, foolish thing where he's like I can't handle this concept
0: mm-hmm. yeah which Chris Penn does a great job he's a great villain in this movie or antagonist I guess <laughs> Um, although I love like I think it's real real fast this man comes out with a full load of shotgun and, uh, and a bullhorn I'm like bring the drag queens out right now <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. just like, yo, this got dark real fast because he is straight up about to murder these people. <laughs> and
1: but I always love those moments in movies when they're <laughs> trying to stick up for the people and they're like, We are all drag queens. I'm a drag queen. <laughs> I'm a drag queen. We are all drag queens. So if
0: you're gonna take one of us, you're gonna take us all. Which in reality, that sheriff would have been like, okay. Shh <laughs> like just,
2: <laughs> Honestly, that, yeah. That, so that would have
0: went down. <laughs> but it's a comedy, so we're not gonna let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. But I, I.
1: I. I. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say. I initially thought when I thought the whole movie was gonna be a road trip movie at first, like them going through throughout the the country. You think that and then it, it starts as that, <laughs> but then then it kind of stops and. It turns into uh this commute they're you know helping out this community.
0: You know it is because of how movies are made today. In a movie made today, they would have stopped in that town at the beginning of the movie and then stayed there for the entire film. But in this movie, we start in New York, we have a little bit of stuff there, then they go to a whole then they go to the hotel location, then they go to the town. <laughs> Which is great because the hotel well, this is great. Movie was
2: talking about the four points, so you know one of those place, one of those points had to be in that hotel.
0: Yeah, and it's well, it also to show off of um, uh, Chichi's like na- naivety or na- naivete of um, mm-hmm. not understanding like we're not in New York anymore. Like you can't just be running around in drag, just trying like just you know just doing stuff right there's some places people don't accept us and you could get killed and there was
2: again he's latin even living in new york (laughs) man you understand that it's like all of a sudden oh, like your racial prejudicedness or your racial heritage should have
0: come into play giving you
2: a sense of yeah Yeah. some self self self-preservation
0: yeah which is a thing where uh that's why I say like, I know, and apparently because I was looking at the casting on on Wikipedia, it says when it came to casting lead men, leading men, Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo, whom the, role, whom the role of Chi-Chi Rodriguez was specifically written for, both immediately said yes. So really? they like, they intentionally did pick John Leguizamo. It's not like they were like he just happened to get the role, but I feel like they should have aimed for someone younger. I don't know who. Cause I don't know who at that time in the '90s was like a Latin actor who was really all young, like, working at that time. They
2: were all like the same age around that time, right around thirty. Well, and Patrick
0: 40s. Patrick
1: Swayze was like in his forties. Uh, Wesley Snipes, I imagine he was. Uh, Is Wesley
2: Snipes still alive?
1: Yeah, he he's very much. He just still doesn't
0: alive. work. He's as only much, sixty years old, <laughs> but he's still alive.
2: Like, I, again. <laughs> I don't know who's alive and who's dead. <laughs> Patrick I know Swayze Patrick, Swayze only one one. Yeah, Patrick
0: Swayze is the only no, one. Yeah, Patrick Swayze the only one.
2: I don't mean to be so excited saying that uh, statement, <laughs> But I'm just... I know he's dead. What
0: is interesting, though, is the list so of actors... Wesley
1: Snipes was, like, in his mid... He he was, like, in his early 30s when they filmed Oh, okay. This. And then Patrick Swayze was in his early 40s.
0: What's interesting is the Lick list of actors... So
1: he was older. For Vita? Yeah, John Wick was almost... Older than oh, older
2: Snipes. than Wesley Snipes.
1: Yeah, by mm-hmm. two years. So they, they were they were saying young boy. Meanwhile, Wesley Snipes is younger than John Landis. <laughs>
0: um, Vida uh, Bo... is it Boheme? I forget what her last name was. Um, but uh, apparently the list of actors Boheme. that were on the list, uh, and were considered were Robert Downey Jr., William Baldwin, Gary Oldman. Matthew Broderick, James Spader, John Cusack, Mel Gibson, Robert Sean Leonard, Willem Dafoe, John Turturro, Matt Dillon, Rob Lowe, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, and even Robin Williams himself.
2: (laughs) I think Robin Williams would have done too cartoony. Uh, Willem Dafoe. I would love to see Willem Dafoe. Some address. of these names, I'm like I this think Johnny is Depp an interesting been, list. I
1: think Johnny Depp would have been good too.
0: Johnny Depp would've been good at that time. He was really He would've been great. He was uh, doing great things at that time. <laughs> yeah. And he's he's
1: he's known he's, he's been flamboyant in many of his performances. Mm-hmm. So
0: just Adding a adding a wig and a dress. I would have liked to see Robert Dunn Jr. in it at that like uh in that role at that time. He was very funny. He was great in in, in comedy. I'm
2: trying to think how young he looked at that time because he would have wouldn't they have looked too young. Maybe
0: because he wasn't would... like his like early, if on his late twenties like his early thirties.
2: Yeah, but he still has like a young face. Like he
0: he like he, yeah. he aged very well.
2: It's not until after jail
0: that he started aging. Mm-hmm. Also, Gary <laughs> Oldman is interesting. There's some interesting picks on this list, though. Gary Oldman. I don't know if I would have picked well, Gary. Gary, Ol- Gary Oldman
1: uh, is younger than Patrick Swayze.
0: I know, but I'm just saying. I don't. I don't see him
2: really? doing this role. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Gary-, Gary
1: Oldman is 65. Or Gary Oldman was born in 58, and Patrick Swayze okay. was
2: born in
0: 52. Now this is a bit uh, offensive, but it's true.
2: I can kind of see that look. That's a uh, Gary Oldman in 1995.
0: Can you see it? All, at all? I see is
1: a white. Uh, he's white got blob. a. Right. <laughs> I mean. I see the outline.
2: <laughs> Does that help at all? Nope. Anyway, I can kind of see him doing it. I think because I see Gary Oldman and I see old version of him, but young version of him, I could kind of see it.
0: I can see Rob Lowe. And that I only say it's a little offensive because like I think out of this whole list he's the only one that's actually gay on the list. Wait, Rob Lowe? Is Rob Lowe gay? I thought he was. No. You no, know no. I'm thinking of a different person. My bad. I'm thinking of uh what's his face from um uh He's married too. Cheryl uh, what, who am I thinking of? Dang it.
2: <laughs> I would I would only say Rob Lowe because he has really like pretty eyes. But just like Wesley Snipe, he has too sharp of a jaw going on. Same with Willem <laughs> Dafoe, like that that sharp jaw makes it look like you already got it for Wesley Snipes. Don't do it again.
1: That's why Patrick Swayze does have a.
2: Just a but they're ruder. drag queens,
1: you know. So it's it's.
2: Yeah, but they didn't do so much effect for Wesley Snipe. <laughs> All right, they were like he, they're that. They just let him be him. But like with with longer. um. Rob Lowe is strict.
0: He's Dang just it. a very poor. I will head. find what I'm looking for. It's like a, it's a sitcom that's been on TV forever. And,
2: uh. Is he gay in the sitcom? No, well yes, <laughs> the dude
0: playing the, the gay, Will and Grace. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh. Uh, I was thinking of Eric McCormick. The, the, guy, the guy who I plays Will. I always get will. Eric McCormick uh-huh. and Rob Lowe mixed up. I don't know why. <laughs>
2: They don't even look no, alike. No, they do
0: not. I just did I this whenever I see them. I just take it. I, I get them mixed up. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't think he's gay in real life either. Is he
2: not? No, he's not. I've been lied yeah. to my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're a, a terrible ally, Jerome. You don't know who's <laughs> gay or who's not.
0: <laughs> Listen, I made the uh, being gay as normal shirts, okay? That quote is going to be on the first was to die. Pride birch. And it's cause of me, so I am a per-
2: I have a great ally. As you yell at the only queer person here, <laughs> we're brother and sister. That doesn't count. But, uh, <laughs> but I think I would just like to see William Defoe and drag. I think he would just like do all out. He would give one hundred and ten percent. Oh, definitely, William Defoe. Yeah, so I think his would just look absolutely incredible just in a normal setting i want to see him do drag it says here i think just his performance was be gorgeous i just know it it says patrick swayze is one of the last actors to audition for vita
0: director Beben uh kidron I think that's how you pronounce their name, said that it was ultimately Swayze's walk that sealed the deal, saying Swayze has his own makeup people transform into a woman or had, uh, sorry, had his own makeup people transform him into a woman. And he insisted that he and Bevan take a walk around the city to prove he could pass as a woman. And with his beauty and dancers grace, he did just that. He had the job.
2: <laughs> I always forget Patrick Swayze has like dancing. But, yeah, there's that that smooth ability, that gracefulness. I think Patrick Swayze was a perfect fit for this film. Same.
0: He was great. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely uh, yeah. perfect as, in this role. This is... Uh...
2: And I I love the role that they made with Avita where um, she was supposed to be like the sweet, caring one. She's like... Look, I'm looking out for you, but you need to start listening to me. The very motherly type of role, like I'm going to watch out for all my little drag children.
0: I do like that they do address the whole thing of like we're tired of this white woman telling us what to do, telling the black lady and the Hispanic <laughs> lady what to do. And I'm like, I'm glad somebody said it because I because that is a factor in this movie of this white lady is taking charge, that was true. making like telling people what to do, like a Karen.
2: And I see, at the beginning when. When she was like, uh, oh, we decided we're going to bring
0: uh, Chi Chi. They said
2: another little Latin. We, the, the way they said it, oh, though, it was yeah, not.
0: Yeah.
2: Like our little Latin friend or something like that. Uh, Wesley Sykes' character was like, we? <laughs> we? And as, even still, as Robin Williams and Patrick Swayze's character are talking, she's just in there, we? We? <laughs> like, I will not be ignored. <laughs> we did not decide anything.
0: Yeah,
2: which I thought it was stupid. I did actually hate at the end that Chi Chi was the one who went on to win the contest.
0: Well, yeah, it's her arc at you the end of the film.
2: <laughs> I don't care. It, she, it, she didn't earn it. She didn't deserve it. Yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I huh. I did think about well, that. Where it was like, she didn't win the competition, from... so how did she get entered into the the the, the like national you knew competition? It, you knew it was
1: coming from the beginning when they were when she was feeling very uh, dejected and like that her two uh, drag aunties didn't care about her. Uh, and so you knew she was going to have, you know, this arc where she was going to win at the end and
2: everything. No, I thought it was going to be the white woman.
0: <laughs> I thought
2: it'd be Patrick crazy. I honest God was like, well, one, I'm annoyed 2 I'm surprised. So no, I thought it was going to be Patrick crazy character. And like, maybe she hands off the crown to her or something. But like, I was like, yeah, I was like, first of all, how are you just jumping into a con- uh, competition like this? <laughs> Did they both, and there's technically two slots. So one only had to give up their slot for Chi Chi. The other one still could have competed. Mm-hmm. So Naxima Nags- yeah. could have still competed. <laughs> she could have still gotten her crown. She was held back.
0: Um, what do you guys think of? Uh, did any of the townsfolk stand out to you for any? Uh, either of you,
1: the lady who didn't talk,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Carla <laughs> or
2: <Yeah>. Clara.
1: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Clara. Why? Why? No, just because of her. Like, <laughs> was it? Just because she? Uh, it was. It was interesting seeing her. You know, go through her transformation of her art getting. Or her um her guard being let down and um and at the end when she gets the makeover and everything and how she dan- does her little dance and stuff um and I also liked the 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 wife lady was it Beatrice or Caroline oh that who
0: was getting abused ah uh, that was uh, I think it was Myrna actually oh I think pretty sure it was Myrna. Uh. Let's see. Okay. What does the plot say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, both
1: the actor, the actress who portrayed her, uh, she was good, and I thought her, uh, you know, her. Oh, Car- it sorry, oh, it was Carol Ann. I'm sorry, it was Carol Ann. Okay. Uh, well, Carol Ann, her her getting out of that situation—did she fully get out of the situation with her husband? See, they kind of leave it very
0: open ended because Virgil just like is like, all right, doesn't go back, and then he drives away. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, because in every abuse. S- situation some somebody just smacks some this sign. man and then he's just like well i've been taught my lesson and now i will leave and never <laughs> come back again like if anything that's gonna make him even more right, he's got, upset you're and not vengeful. gonna stay here he's just
2: gonna wait for you to leave and then he's gonna come back and maybe hurt this lady worse. also it's a small town that means most likely this is where his job and everything else is true exactly mm-hmm. so he probably just went down to like the next farmhouse and be like i gotta stay here she's pissed at me So I wanted to stay here tonight.
1: (laughs) So I hope she eventually got out of that situation.
0: Yeah, let's just let's just say she did. But for the sake of the Tuang Fu universe, she got out of there perfectly fine. You know, everything worked itself out. You know. Just like hairspray. Maybe she ended up, moving to, okay. like she ended up moving to California. It's just like hairspray. All right, everybody just yeah. immediately accepts integration with no fuss, no muss. Racism is over yeah. <laughs> once, once, once the two yeah. white people once at they the end see kiss. Penny and uh, and seaweed kiss on TV, they're like, oh man, you know what? We've been doing it wrong this whole time. Let, let, let's get these black people in here. Let's go.
2: <laughs> I still say they just hated Amber more than they hated black people. <laughs> 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 that's why they were so like it gets right here i'll dance with a black man it's fine it's fine <laughs> it's like i think the lesser of down. two evils <laughs> for a white person yeah
0: <laughs> in this movie the lesser of two evils like in an abusive relationship is just to leave and just never come back never bother your your abused spouse ever again
2: <laughs> no the best thing to do is murder It's a small town, the sheriff's an idiot, and you got lots of land. Uh, Is he even the sheriff of that town? He just hunts them down. But is he, like, actually the sheriff of that county? Because I don't think he is. I don't know. (laughs) There you go. The other sheriff's not even around. Use that as fertilizer. (laughs) Uh,
0: I like the Jimmy Joe story. Like, the black guy who runs the little... um, convenience store or whatever the store um yeah because it's like mm-hmm. there's this cute little romance between him and this other lady i think it's be i think it's beatrice um and it's cute it's adorable and i'm like that's kind of cool um that's in there what about the whole chi chi bobby lee bobby ray <sighs> that love that's, bobby that's, again, bobby they ray- really should have cast somebody younger i know they want because John- the whole time i'm like <laughs> even if you were into her as just a woman or whatever she's way older than you <laughs> <laughs> mmm clearly yeah, yeah I,
2: I it's interesting that they say that this role was written for him because it definitely feels like one it should be somebody somebody significantly younger and then honestly maybe somebody white with the <laughs> way his ignorance is <laughs> No no no. <laughs> no, but I no. see what, I see
0: what you mean. Being, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like, their, there their no lack self-preservation. of preservation is on a whole level this like there's They'll no be way like,
2: oh I'm safe to Yeah, I'm safe to no. run around and be fr- like uh uh-uh. uh so She could have uh-uh. gotten
1: killed at least like 3 times in this
0: movie. Yeah, easily. Like not only being like uh queer but also being of color. There's like your self-preservation level is like at an all-time high. At all times, there's no way you would feel comfortable just being like, "Yeah, I'll just like, oh man, these guys, like these guys are hitting on me." Oh, that's fine. It's like, no, they clearly look like they want to like devour you, like a tiger in a cage.
2: <laughs> yeah, like and i morning, also, right?
1: Also, this is kind of off topic, but who left a damn shoe at the scene of the crime? Don't you realize that your shoe was gone (laughs) and you saw that the cop was knocked out? So he. Well, they thought he was dead.
2: Someone had time to grab the
1: shoe. Exactly. So why it's would you work. leave your shoe at the, at the exactly? That's,
2: that's true. So yeah. why would you <laughs> why would you leave your shoe at the scene of the crime? Also, was it the adrenaline time.
1: you didn't realize your shoe was gone?
2: <laughs> well, they didn't flee. I feel like they should have fled faster. It's
1: true.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> they didn't flee as fast. But you got a point. Also, I, as somebody who wears larger shoes because I actually have big feet, shoes get expensive the bigger they get past <laughs> ten. So like. I feel like no respecting drag queen or Bigfoot person would leave their shoe behind, especially with heels.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Was it a heel? Yeah, it was a heel.
0: hmm Yeah, that's true. Uh, they, 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 you know, but you know, the plot has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Why couldn't it have but been it, like a
1: necklace or so- It could have been a necklace or something. Bracelet. A bracelet.
2: Because they were flapping their arms.
1: Right. Uh, it had to be
2: you. I want to wear more bracelets. <laughs> right. But I get caught on so many. Sh- this thing pulls at my hair all the time. It's just my watch. I'll get it caught oh, hey, in here. Yeah, see? Hey, hey, Jerome. Yes. You have like a normal watch. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Because, you know, I read time. Oh, hey, but we we're all we all got watches on.
2: What wrist do you guys wear it on?
1: Right. My left. My right wrist.
2: How do you see I wear it on my right? Mm-hmm.
1: I wear my Apparently, on my left because it's easier to put on with my right.
2: See, I don't know what it is, but if I wear it on my left, I like will hit it against everything. It's more comfortable and it feels more comfortable on my right. Same. Um, somebody asked me, "Is there?" They were like, "Is there a reason you wear it on your right?" I'm like, "Is was there a reason I needed to wear it on my right?" I just <laughs> prefer. I can see why some people. So I learned cutting into the store, into the review, real quick. I learned at work. Somebody's scared of me. Apparently, there is a guy at work. Somebody, a coworker, was talking to him. Be like, "Oh, ask Alexis," and he's like, "Oh no, she, I, she, she doesn't like me," and I'm kind of scared of her. And I was like, "What do you mean?" Yes. He said he's scared of me. And she's like, "Well, right now the energy you're giving there, I can see why he might be scared of you." I was like, "Fair enough." <laughs> Apparently, uh, when I first met him, like a couple times, one time I didn't speak. Actually, I just kind of like was like, mm. like I made the sounds I make. <laughs> when I don't actually want to talk to you, which fair, I can understand why you may think I don't like you. And another time I just, apparently he made a joke and I did that thing where I just stared because I didn't find it funny. So I'm not going to laugh. If you're not funny, I'm not going (laughs) to laugh. And that apparently seemed a little scary. He's like, yeah. And then she's always just walking around really fast. And I'm like, yeah, because I have to remember what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm trying to get to where I need to be or I'm going to forget it. Um, I thought that was funny, but I can kind of see why he, he may think (laughs) I don't like him, but like not bothering me at work. So I'm like, not going to go correct it either.
0: Uh, but this movie, yeah, I I, (laughs) I think Bobby Ray is, uh, is, uh, uh, you know, at least he's a nice, nice enough guy though. You know, he, uh, he, he doesn't get upset when she, uh, turns him down. He's just like, well, you know, there's other fish in the sea, and then he goes on over to Bobby Lee. He's like, all right, well, you're 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 available, and you're my age. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't say that last part. Is that last part? But we
0: thought yeah, it. sure he did. It's more like you're available. Well, especially because like I love the I love his face, and I I wonder if this was an actual actor's choice <laughs> or if he just was like just. I don't know, just like reacting in a weird way. But when uh, the sheriff comes town and he's like, he's like, you think they're all women, but they're actually drag queens. They're boys wearing dresses and wigs. And uh, it cuts to Bobby Lee and Bobby Ray coming out like of their house. And the look on Bobby Ray's face is just that one of like, hold up, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that Chi Chi was a damn man? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: He just—he just looks so confused, like he's trying, like he's putting the pieces together. (laughs) I feel like they may have directed them because they're like, "All right, this is the first time you're actually gonna like hear it, maybe react." But I love, I love, especially back in the—I feel like back in the '90s, actors' faces were such more expressive in a humorous way. Like there was too nobody was controlled; they were just like. (laughs) <laughs> like, you didn't need to gasp that hard, sir. But like, yeah, I think it was more of a director choice. But like, the way he did it was probably all him.
0: Uh, it was. It just made me laugh. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it made me laugh <laughs> the whole time. Um, although I am glad that w- at least Carol Ann noticed. She's like, I, I, yeah, I knew you were a man the whole time. But you know, like, I, I don't care.
2: Well, also, all. Th- I think other than John Leguizamo, uh the other two tower over her significantly. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> They're very tall.
2: <laughs> so at some point you started- Plus to the like, heels. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were all wearing like real heels mm-hmm. too. I can't wear those. I wore those once. And I oh, had to- at wear the her, Halloween yeah. parties? <laughs> New Year's. Oh. The last time I wore them, was new year's eve 2020 or 20 2019.
1: 2019 going into 2020
2: yeah i do thank you jonathan for walking slowly back to the car with me because <laughs> i could i put on sandals. i wore them for like from i think we were there from like eight to two mm-hmm. i wore them the entire time and then we were walking back to the car put on sandals and this poor man who you are already significantly taller than me and walk faster than me had to like slow down even more because I'm doing this like baby shuffling.
1: <laughs> and plus we're walking down hills, the Seattle hills
2: and stuff. It was horrible. I went to work the next day and I just had my feet on ice packs. I regret it, but I look good. Yeah. I looked and good we wouldn't have stayed outfit. that long
1: if it wasn't for the dagon fireworks show that didn't happen.
2: Which I said, said- that night. I was like, that's a bad omen. This is ominous. For the year to come. This isn't a good this isn't a good way to start off the year. And you were, and everybody's like, it's just like windy. You can't do the fireworks. I'm like, no, no, no. It's a bad omen. Bad things are to come. And then boom, twenty twenty. Uh I like the strawberry social thing. That's the one thing I do like about like small towns is those little like events where it's like the strawberry shortcake festival. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it looked cute. I liked it. I mean,
0: yeah, it looked like a fun party. Right?
2: It looked like a very good thing.
0: The shopping scene. Where, yes, you know, the, the shopping out, the scene. When they, they the come out and in. they're like in their outfits, I'm like, oh my
2: God, <laughs> this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like how it was all, it's a vintage store, of course.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you have the guy uh, with the stutter and... His stutter uh, is is fixed magically. When, uh, he's given that book yeah. from- One book, <laughs> fixed it. The whole,
0: that's all he needs. <laughs> but that's there, all is you a, need.
1: there, there is a thing with people who stutter and singing, like a lot of people who are singers, but also stutter, like they don't stutter when they sing. It's true. Um, which is like a thing
2: well they showed there was a it did it in the King's speech and they actually did it in this show in england it was a reality show where it followed like certain students in a in a private school if you are listening to music while they were doing their speeches they their stuttering didn't come out mm. so it's like almost like a, I, don't, I don't i can't even say what it was like but it was actually really cool cu- cool and i watched the scene for the kid doing it and it was really like heart-wrenching i teared up i was like that's sweet so like there is a way i doubt one book though i'm sure that was also progress and training and working with teachers one and things like in that like one day yeah <laughs> so that one may be too much asking for uh but when you're a drag queen you can fix anything that's that's right. what
0: that's the lesson of this movie is you know drag queens what can fix anything uh, I Imagine. love the, the my favorite scene though always mostly because it just uh, it's nostalgia for me the Wonder Woman theme when they fix up the room and it's like Wonder Woman I'm like oh my god that's my jam <laughs> 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 crank it up <laughs> but also just how they are they are magic literally they throw curtains up and they just hang up naturally like <laughs> just like they were they're like we'll just do this just throw a sheet. <laughs> Fist to the bed. Like,
2: <laughs> like okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> I mean, some some people do have that natural charm where they can just throw things and things will settle. It's just... I don't know. I mean,
0: they, they <laughs> decorated the hell out of that room. It did look nice. It looked cool. <laughs> it did. It did. Had some sixty sheets.
2: You know what i was surprised by? Their, the lack of bags they had while traveling.
0: True. True. Yeah. Because they, they had have quite a few outfit changes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but, listen, they are Wonder Woman. All they, they do even is spin real quick, and then they just like they they transform. <laughs> yeah, yeah like with the
2: basketball, they had the basketball. Even with the rainbow, like that was a whole outfit with like sneakers going it's true, on. True, yeah. And you all had bathing suits, and then nightwear. And then multiple pairs of shoes, mind you, that you were okay losing even one pair. And also, did they ever but take, had like a two
0: bags did they ever take off their makeup at any point in this movie? Because taking off makeup is a process in and of itself. And then putting it back on is a process in and of itself.
2: No. <laughs> you just see them put it on at the beginning and then that's it. Yeah, because I was like, are you going to take off any of your stuff? You can't sleep they like is Isn't it not... You could, but it's not good for your skin. Um, what about the wigs, though? Did they ever show them taking them off, like for better? Or no,
1: anything? I think once they put them on at the very beginning, like you saw. The only time we saw them out of drag was at the very beginning, and that yeah. one time Patrick Swayze's
0: wig came off. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right.
0: <laughs> he got his wig snatched. By a hook
1: Uh, and it was it was crazy because it (laughs) was a very it was a very intense moment too and then all of a sudden all of a sudden got the wig snatched
2: there was a cute there was this cute video of a baby like can't be like more than three months old or something wearing Um, the
1: wig wearing a wig no 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 it was a photo
2: with the mom the grandmother and then the great-grandmother this baby just leans over, snatches the great grandmother's wig off. <laughs> oh. Like, sure, while they're taking photos, she just snatches it. And I was like, done. <laughs> because the baby has it and she looks so proud that she took the wig. <laughs> but everybody else is like, the mom's dying, the grandmother's like, being like, no, let it go, and the great grandmother's just like, oh my god,
0: she like that baby, <laughs>
2: but the baby itself, she just the baby's
0: like, just like, hold on, great grandma, you got something on your head. I got it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> pretty much. It was just the cutest thing, and then the baby's just like, look what I got. Be I mean, like, she's she's gonna start fighting at an early age. She's gonna she knows where to pull already.
0: Ah, uh, it's
2: yeah. I just thought about that because you can't really sleep. You sh- I you I don't. Think you should sleep in wigs? I don't know. I've never worn a wig. Well, they probably get messed up if you you sleep in them.
0: Right? Now, funny enough, you mentioned Some Like It Hot, but uh, this is uh, uh, because I was looking under the legacy page, apparently. uh, Rita Kempley of the Washington Post wrote that in comparison to previous films that featured cross-dressing like Some Like It Hot or Tootsie, the heroines in Tu Wong Fu aren't cross-dressing to escape the mob or to prove a point. They're just being true to their nature. Which I I agree with that I agree with that entirely, mm-hmm.
2: absolutely. Yeah, I've never seen Tootsie.
1: I saw the musical, and it's 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 pretty much like, um, it's pretty much like Mrs. Doubtfire, but he's uh, he's dressing up as a woman to like prove Proof a point can... and get a role. Yeah, because he's like an actor and he's struggling
2: and. Which, at least with Mrs. Dowfire, he had, like, somebody to actually show him how to dress and do makeup and stuff, and give him options. Tootsie was an ugly woman. <laughs> <laughs> Just an ugly woman. <laughs> I will say Wesley Snipes, manly, but, like, made a pretty woman. Stylish. Got the hair right. Perfect nails. Tootsie? Uh-uh. uh Uh-uh. You look like an eighth grade science teacher. Funny.
0: I just, uh, we were just talking about them staying in drag the whole movie. Uh, they actually did talk about this. Uh, Douglas Carter Bean, who's the writer for the movie. Of the characters staying in drag, Douglas Carter Bean said his intent was to create an illusion saying, it's about fantasy and the illusion. It's about the work that goes into the art form. It was never meant to be an absolutely truthful documentary look at drag. The fantasy element can also be seen as perpetuating an idea that transgender identity is nothing but make-believe uh drag queen alaska thunderfuck that's that's her name (laughs) said that what the film does best is the camaraderie between the girls the way they look out for each other and protect one another the movie also illustrates uh, the transformative power of drag it helps people become empowered no matter where they come from or what kind of life they lead which is also true
2: that's very sweet all right so there was a method to to them never coming out of drag because i can also just remember ross complaining about getting out of drag i've never heard him complain about going into drag but like cleaning stuff off Mm -hmm. like i've heard him be like it takes forever so i was like kind (laughs) of had that mindset but like no that is a good point and it also keeps you into this like mindset of like You're watching these three women instead of like going back and forth between like, oh, they're men now, which is like, oh, it's he, she. This this is like, no, they're women in this film right now. This is a she. This is how they're presenting. This is who they are. And this is the reality of what they're having to deal with, especially with this weird love triangle like John Leguizamo had gotten into. Yeah, especially. Which I don't understand why that was needed either. Did, Did they say something about that in there? (laughs) <laughs> about why that weird little love triangle was Not needed? Not really.
0: Uh, I feel like that was just to maybe like appeal to maybe more uh, like um, the general viewers. There's a lot of story in there. Everybody can relate to that. Um, I, oh, like I but, can't. Uh, well I also because like <laughs> 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 because like also you know if this movie was written by somebody else who maybe someone who didn't have as much respect for the culture, they they would have eas- There would have been easily a scene where it's like we need to get into. Uh, that hotel, but they won't accept drag queens. Oh well, well, and they would all they would go into the bathroom and come back out and they're dressed like men and uh, yeah, and just walk in there and whatever and that be the scene. Um, so I, I appreciate that somebody who cared enough about the culture to actually have that that the, the fact that it was a choice and not just they just forgot is cool. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm.
2: And the, they had actual drag queens on set.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of drag too, queens in this very, movie too, which is yeah, great. there was
2: a significant amount. Looking at the list,
0: uh, also Julie Newmar too, yeah, which is good. To which have is kind them. of uh, kind of cool.
2: <laughs> was Julie Newmar like part of the drag culture? Why is she so big in this I, film?
0: Well, uh, th- actually, there is something about that. So apparently, um uh. The script, like, where is it? Dang it. (laughs) Um, Oh, Bean said, um, well, actually, here, we'll start here. Uh, through uh, Though advertising companies wanted to change the film's title to the shorter Ladies' Night or She's a Lady, Bean's script managed to keep the original title, which came from an autographed picture of Julie Newmar that Bean saw on the wall of a Times Square Chinese restaurant in the mid-1980s. Bean said Wong Fu is meant to be a metaphor for God, because you have to thank God for everything. You have to be grateful for life. You just have to stop where you stop where you are and say thank you for everything. A seamless film where the characters provide more context, but it was deleted.
2: Interesting. So, you know, I love hearing so where was, writers get their ideas from. It's always right. the weirdest ass well, things. Oh, just so one was th- actually like a- based off of a real. <laughs> Actually, the, well, yeah. the, the
0: that's the title origin the movie origin is apparently writer Douglas Carter Bean originally envisioned the script as a stage play but changed his mind when he realized putting a car on stage might not work uh, Bean was inspired by an anti-gay propaganda film called The Gay Agenda of that film Bean said there's a scene where they show drag queens going through a town and the narrator is warning the viewers that these people will take over your town and I thought well that would be fun <laughs> And so then he wrote the movie
2: I love it. I love mm. this guy. What other films has he made? This could easily be a, a play as well or a musical. Definitely. I could see it as a musical.
0: Another, and another big person who helped get this made, by the way, Steven Spielberg. Apparently, really? the, the script do? found its way to Mitch Kahn, then a do? development executive <laughs> at Amblin Entertainment. Kahn passed the script along to his boss, oh yeah, that's Steven right, Steven Spielberg, who loved it. Spielberg had his friend Robin Williams do a humorous, cold reading of the script while on a plane, which mesmerized the director. Williams expressed interest in a possible role, but did not want to distract from the three leads, so he opted for a small cameo appearance.
2: Robin Williams. He was. He's great. He was a good yeah, guy. he's he's fantastic. We share a birthday. Oh
0: uh, nice. But I, I just love that Steven Spielberg immediately was like, "Yes, absolutely, <laughs> let's do this. I'm with it."
1: Yeah, I remember seeing Amblin Entertainment at the uh, at the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's cool. It's nice to know how. Because a lot of times when you hear movies like this or something, especially during time pe- certain time periods, I think the '90s were a little more starting to open to the LGBT. So it's nice that this was like made during then, because they had it felt like they almost had a lot more support compared to like if it was tried to be done like during the '90s or early '90s. Two thousands would have been a terrible time to make this film. For some reason, we it would they would have worn like multiple layers of clothing. Two thousands were awful fashion. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been terrible fashion. I'm very happy (laughs) this time. Yeah, I'm very happy this got made like during the nineties. This feels like it's a good area. Here's a
0: question for you guys. Because I've thought about this a lot. You know, this being an LGBT kind of classic, but at the same time, now like it was made as good as it could have been made in the nineties. But now we live in an era where you can make LGBT comedies, big budget, and there's no, almost no restrictions. It's just like, do whatever you want to do. Like, as long as it's not explicit, like, you know, like NC17 level, sure, like we're into it. And there's a lot more producers out there producing more LGBT content. Do you think they could remake this again uh, or remake this in the modern day? And if they did, who do you think would be the three leads?
2: I don't think they could remake this again because the problem with a lot of movies that are made today, I kind of get it, but I I don't get it at all. It's like, um, oh, what's that movie? The gay, the gay movie that recently came out? Oh, uh, Bros. Yeah. It fell into every fucking cliche romance style (laughs) movie ever. And it was so boring and certain moments were very cute like when they were making on the sand and the friends came over being like hey oh oh okay i love i support you guys and like ran off that was a cute little moment but it just ended up every cliche ever and it's like well this doesn't even feel like a gay movie you just feel like some like straight writers wrote it see but i i feel about like like fire island they don't fall that because
0: i heard fire island was pretty good and that came out um I heard that. Yeah, I heard that was, that
2: was I haven't watched that, that
0: one has a bone but I just it. feel
2: like it it fall it'll fall into a lot of categories. And I don't think they'll make it as racist as it was.
0: <laughs> it's true. They probably won't. And
2: although, yeah. And then like that did have some effect to it because it was a, a white person, a black person and then a, a Latin person. Especially when Latin people and Black people are together, we get kind of racist with each other.
1: <laughs> I so I uh, I don't think they should remake it. I wouldn't be surprised if they do at some <laughs> point.
0: But I don't know if anyone's um, asking for I another Two Wong Fu anytime soon. So yeah, <laughs> has anybody
2: been asking for any of the movies? White we man catch house
0: party. That's that's true. Uh,
2: I mean, <laughs>
0: Fatal um, Attraction,
2: the movie series, was, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck?
1: Um, but I don't think they should just because we haven't seen, especially nowadays. Like we were talking about at the beginning, we haven't seen that many movies based on drag queens already. So if you're gonna remake the one that's notable, it's like we can't we we can't have a, a just another different one about a different topic. <laughs> Um, So so it's like, I don't think they should remake it because it's like you're going to be doing the same thing where there's already there's potential right now to do something different. Now, if they run out of ideas, then go ahead. But (laughs) there's still stuff (laughs) on the table um but well, I that think being said if,
2: if they risk making it into a musical well maybe they, they could make funny it into funny enough musical. There, is there is a musical a in
0: 2017 it was announced that douglas carter bean and his husband lewis flynn were working on a musical adaptation for broadway in an interview Bean stated that he had originally written to wong fu for the stage and had retained the stage rights when the screenplay was produced the musical is scheduled to premiere at the hope mill theater in manchester on october 21st 2023 so that's this year is the debut of the hey, musical.
2: I'm very happy Lin Manuel Miranda is not involved. <laughs> in. <laughs> Gonna be honest. He needs to keep out of it. He's quickly became becoming um how what's the James the Corden, James Corden, the musical Corden of the musicals? <laughs>
0: Of the musical world. <laughs> Even though James Corden is a James Gordon. When you say James
2: Gordon is a
1: musicals, yeah. Lynn Manuel actually adds stuff to He'd, the music. I, I I'm still yeah, like lin the same
2: Manuel. Thing. It's the same hip hop vibe. I'll give you this. Leave it alone. It's true.
0: After Hamilton and In the Heights, he is stuck in one musical genre. Like, I, I would prefer him to diversify a little bit on his musical stylings. But. I do like his music. I think he has, I think he's still, for me, Mm -hmm. I haven't, I'm not annoyed with him yet. I just, I just would like him to change it up, you know, as far as like his musical styles. Mm -hmm. He did pretty good with Encanto. Uh, I like the music in Encanto.
1: Yeah. So you, you mentioned uh, who would be cast and I feel like they would, and they probably should go with, uh, you know, actual drag queens. Maybe for the, uh, for the
0: royal. I don't know who they would go Let's with. Let's be honest, for... they
2: would pick straight.
0: Men. Well, <laughs> funny <laughs> enough, that's also an intentional thing too. W- they actually, it actually is said that they did pick John Leguizamo and Wesley Snipes specifically because they were considered more masculine men at that time. And so they wanted to have them subvert. John
2: them. Leguizamo was considered masculine. I FN mean, men. yeah, he was considered like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> that like you know, does that all it take? You guys have very I mean, low. Look at, you see how
0: he looks with his like five o'clock shadow and his beard and stuff. Like
1: <laughs> he often was in like. If still. they were to go, if they were to go with one, dra- the one drag queen that I know, because um, I feel like a lot of them, uh, a lot of the ones that make it big, uh, do come from Drag Race, and I don't watch Drag Race. Oh, but, sorry.
0: Uh, not like Obama Swayze, she. Patrick Swayze, and Wesley Snipes. Those were the two where they were like, "We pick, we like having these two for this role because they're known for masculine movies."
2: Oh, see, that yeah.
0: But
1: <laughs> uh, oh. Shangela, do you guys know who Shangela no. is? Vaguely, uh, she was the drag queen in A Star Is Born uh, with Lady Gaga. <sighs> yes. Um and she was on Dance with the Stars. Uh she would be the Wesley Snipes role. And that's that's my one casting
0: choice. Hmm. Like honestly, I don't even know who I'd cast to be to do those roles. I feel like I, or you know what? I no, I do know I don't
2: want them I do not want Pedro Pascal or Oscar Isaac involved no, in that No, I they need they need to be left no, alone. Yeah, that's what we got. No, they're too old. They need to be left alone. I pick Ryan Gosling
0: to play Vita.
2: Mm. Uh
0: just cuz <laughs> I feel like he I feel like he'd have fun with the role. I could see him having a lot of fun with the role.
2: I think you need somebody and more masculine. I know. Brian Gosley. have you
0: seen him in Drive? That man's scary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's out here stomping people in elevators. I'm just saying. <laughs> and he's going to be Ken and Barbie. I think it's, I think so it's you know. not too late to get Willem Dafoe. <laughs> It's Dude, way too late.
0: Willem Dafoe's not too late. Like, old, old.
2: He I was young. He can still be well already start, to do already
0: pressing old back then in 95, and now he's even older. Willem <laughs>
2: Dafoe's one of those people that like has always been old, like Samuel Jackson. You'd never seen a or young like Morgan of Freeman.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Morgan Freeman started his career. It's older. true, yeah. Um that but is true. Sure, you know, he, he didn't start acting until he was like 45. I could
0: something. see. It's crazy. Uh, I could see um, yeah. Ryan Gosling. Uh, instead of going Latin, I'd go Asian, pick C. Mulu. <laughs> Fine. I, we, need to, we need to stop. I've
1: been all of these. I
0: knew you were going to say something
1: about Simulu.
2: <laughs> Why are you going to replace the Latin person, huh? Are you no, going to come right for mine?
1: No, no, no. I was going to say something about Simulu. I know. I know you're going to say is. something about Simulu because I know you're
0: tired of seeing Simulu
1: and stuff. <laughs> I keep seeing on Twitter everyone wants um what's his name from the good place instead of Simulu as uh the Asian Barbie in in the Barbie movie. And I, I I can agree with that choice. Uh what's the guy's name from I, from I know the what you're good talking place? about, but I've forgotten his um, name, yeah. Uh
2: Manny Manny Just Jinto. Justinto. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I agree. He should have been he looks more Barbie like uh than Simulu and
0: Simulu is on nerves so <laughs> 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 well, only cause I can't think of any, any Latin stars that would, uh, you know what? Mario Lopez. There we go.
1: <laughs> no, he's too old to.
0: But he doesn't look, we,
1: he's, <laughs> that man looks, he still looks the same age. <laughs> I mean, not to, I mean- That's nice cause a Mario good Lopez. camera focus. Not, right, not to, not, 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 not to knock Mario Lopez, I have met him and he looks great even in person, but he's too
0: old. Who's your pick then of the for the last <laughs> for <laughs> Chichi Rodriguez in the modern day?
1: There's there's the guy um, <laughs> there's from guy. the from the show. Uh, I'm, granted, he's not like famous.
2: But- Michael Pena. Michael Pena? I don't know. He- I'm just gonna ignore he, it. he might be a little too but, um, old too. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't think age anymore since now we know that he was 35. Play this role. If, but that's,
0: that's the, that's thing, the thing, thing. is like if we're, uh, if we're redoing uh, it, guy, we could do it better. We could actually hire people that are actually the age. Yeah, but but
2: so, I like Michael Pena. The guy Peña from the show, the from so the show
1: Love it. Victor. The guy from the
2: show oh, Love Victor. Oh, you um, um, are like about Michael, to have an aneurysm. Michael, yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I just
0: don't remember the actor's name. Michael Semino. Hmm.
2: I can see that. That could be
1: fun because he's kind of popping off, and he's he was on a Never Have I Ever. Yeah, movie. yeah.
0: That'd be that's a good pick. Um, I was gonna say Ray J. Granted, he's not like famous. I was today. gonna say uh, uh Ray John <laughs> as Noxima. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also picking people with softer features. You know, I mean, they could sell it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think we just keep the uh, original cast and crew and just replace the dead ones. <laughs> That's the only one person. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. That's gonna be sad. Uh, it's gonna anyway, be like what happened uh, to Vita. Uh, uh, also,
0: real quick before we go, <laughs> here's the poster for um <laughs> no, no, no. for uh two Wong Fu the musical. No. Hold on when it when it loads at some point. There we go. Um, okay. So that's yeah. Too Long Fu the Musical, that, Make America Drag Again, which I'm like. So clearly, it's gonna be topical,
1: <laughs> right? It's gonna be. They're gonna. They're gonna make it contemporary. Yeah, it's
0: gonna be running for a long time. 21st of, October twenty first, all the way through December seventeenth. I feel like that's not long in like. That's, not,
2: that's like two months,
0: isn't it not? Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about musical Barely. schedules, so.
2: <laughs> making
0: accusations
2: is it coming to america or is it just in england coming coming fr- coming
1: it? off of a show that i just um, did for six months
0: it's just in, it's
2: yeah, you know it's in it's in, like
1: it's
0: in manchester me. but i guess they figured, you know like if the, at this point we live in a world where you can and it'll probably come to america because they always do it where they test they test it in one city first
1: and if it's popular then they expand it well they're to testing to in the a UK whole other country
0: yeah, and and then it'll it'll eventually come. I like to, this poster though. America, if it's popular. I think this is great. I do. Um Who knows? Maybe if the musical's popular, then it'll be like a gateway for them to then make another movie. A yeah. remake.
1: Or they could do a um like a hairspray, they can make a movie based on the musical.
0: That's what I mean. Like it the the the, Anthony the Mackie. movie will be based off of Interesting. That's not a bad pick though. That's not a bad pick. I can see no, that. No, you should have kept going, Jerome. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? I can see that. You can't see that? You can't see Anthony Mackie? <laughs> Anthony Mackie?
1: Actually, Exactly. Yeah, that is- <laughs>
2: That's not a bad pick. <laughs> I almost th- I thought Jerome didn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things about editing this podcast is just seeing how jan like you and me Jerome, will just say shit but the other person will keep going jonathan always hears us. <laughs> <laughs> jonathan hears everything <laughs> and sometimes i'll just catch his face making these looks like i know they did not just <laughs> say that <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, but weird. anyway, too long. <laughs> um, but Final yeah, it's Tots. a great movie. It's a classic. Yes, I'm glad we got to do this uh, for Pride Month because uh, this movie is great. It's topical. It's a lot like Hairspray in that you know the 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 subtext is there, but they don't like make it the focus because they want you to have a good time watching this movie, watching these three drag queens just like change the lives of these middle <laughs> middle American people. <laughs> um and it's great it's a fun time you know it's like i even, even despite you know john Leguizamo feeling like he's a little too old for the role it still feels like like they are they are three of the best people you could have cast for this movie because all three of them commit so much to their roles like wesley snipes and patrick swayze do not let the fact that they are masculine uh, I guess if you want to put like, uh, mainly like masculine actors, like action stars, whatever you want to say, like stop them from being like, nah, I'm right now I am Noxima Jackson and I'm going to, I'm going to be fierce. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know I mean? They, they, they own it. They play the role up to a great degree and it's great because it makes the characters feel more real, more wholesome. And I think gives them a lot more depth and perspective, um, and so you know you watch this movie and you're just like, man, I like I I feel like I've met drag queens now. Because <laughs> if you haven't met one in real life, it's like this may be the closest you get. And you're just like, yeah, I feel like I've like hung out with drag queens <laughs> for like 2 hours and it was great. It was a good time. We had fun. <laughs> so, uh, I can't I can't recommend this movie enough. Watch Du Wong Fu uh if you ever get a chance to. It's on Amazon Prime right now. So, uh if you have the Amazon Prime, just watch it. On like a night, like a just lazy day when you're just not doing nothing, just watch it. Put it on, like sitting on the couch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I second that. I enjoyed watching it, uh, especially the fact that there was a lot of lightheartedness, a lot of humor, um, but it's still, you know, without, you know having to go into all of the uh, the heartbreak and the uh, and the you know intensity uh, of the uh like homophobia and and racism they they touched on it because it's it's impossible to ignore um but in, in a lighthearted and comedic way which which I appreciated um yeah I thought it was fun I I thought. Wesley Snipes, Richard Swayze, John Leguizamo, they knocked it out of the park and they just embodied those roles. And it was clear that they did a lot of research. They did do their homework. Um, And yeah, it it was it was overall a fun time. I, I enjoyed it. Alex.
2: Okay, so Anthony Mackie, um, Michael Pena, and then Rob Lowe. I think if they're you know gonna what? Remake Rob Lowe is turns. still alive. I'm we just We do it. <laughs> he's still alive and he's got those gorgeous eyes, so they could do like a noir style going, like framing his eyes a lot. I think it'd be onto the drama of it. I'm just saying if they're gonna remake it, it could work. There you go. I still don't agree with the Michael um, Pena Pick, it. but
1: I And <laughs> RuPaul needs to make another cameo I think piece.
2: that we don't have a lot of Latin male actors. And it's a I agree with the
0: love, Victor. We must take the kid is from there. Love, Victor. I think that's a great pick, Jonathan.
2: I don't remember him at all. <laughs> He's not notable <laughs> enough. Um, but no, it was a, it was a really fun movie. I remember watching it when I was young, but like completely forgot about it. So it was nice to kind of rewatch it, refresh it, and remember how much I did love it, how funny it was, and just it's just a good time. Yeah, it does have. It does bring out the talk about the racism and the homophobia and the discrimination they have to deal with. And but it does it in a way where it doesn't feel like it's bringing down the whole movie, and you're getting sad and depressed about it. They're handling it in such a good way that you are able to laugh, and it kind of like I said, when you're a person, when you're a person of color, or when you're queer, or something. There's a weird survival thing or something where you kind of get a little humor out of things that are thrown at you because that's what you had to do or it's really going to like tear you apart this movie presents it that way where they get this stuff but it doesn't break them they're like yeah you're just another one who cares what you think Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing to see in movies Mm -hmm. that they don't dwell dwell on it and it's not something that's brought up like oh it destroyed her throughout the whole movie no She said, fuck off, and it was all good. That's how it's usually on to the day-to-day for me, unfortunately. So, I think this movie presented that beautifully. All the actors did amazingly. Um, The John Leguizamo's age thing still bothers me, and that was a big thing throughout the whole movie for me, just because they kept, like calling him young boy little lad it's like you were older than wesley snipes in the film <laughs> and like not to bash on him but he looks no older he does than wesley he looks snipes
0: older in than, this film than
2: they keep he looks a little him. bit older yeah yeah and i don't know if maybe they were just making a comment about his petiteness or his newness to being a drag queen maybe that's but it was just still present in a way that like, you look like you should be maybe a guy in your 20s, like starting out, starting out. But I digress. Anyway, uh, really enjoyed the film. I'm so happy we got to watch it. Yeah.
0: Comment nice. below. Uh, Anthony Ramos. Ooh, that's not a bad pick either. Oh. That's a great pick actually.
2: All right. So,
0: okay, I think All we've got right. it. I think you we've got, got, got it. We've one. got Anthony Mackey. solid especially if we're doing a musical version. True. Yeah. So so Anthony uh, Mackie, we got Anthony Ramos and we got uh what was the white person we said? Rablo. We got <laughs> like that's the that's the team. Which works cuz Anthony Ramos is younger yeah. than both of them. So that actually yes. fits.
2: Presenting youngness too. Yeah, than so her.
0: that works out. There we go. There we go. If you remake To Wong Fu the, in a film that version, a that's our cast list. <laughs> Streamcast <laughs> <drink> list.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. See? You can make it today. Well, don't, don't make, make don't remake it, don't it, it but it if it you alone. do, <laughs> but if you have you heard you it have here to. first at if the you first of that, that
0: podcast. Uh, comment below, audience. Tell us uh what are your picks maybe for a remade version of Tu Wong Fu, and if you have seen it. Uh, what you think about the film like did you like it did you not like it uh if you're a part of the lgbt community uh is it a film you enjoy or is it a film that you're like ah you know it's all right but you know it could be better or whatever comment below tell us what you think
1: yes and where can people find you
0: you can find me at not jerome Rhett on instagram and uh also check out the first to die youtube channel if you're already there looking at the video version of this review thanks for coming appreciate it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment too. Uh, But you don't have to do that if you don't want to. (laughs) But uh, if you're listening to this on the audio version, go on over to the YouTube channel. You can get all types of extra content that you can't get on the audio platforms. Stuff like gaming videos, vlogs, book reviews, mini reviews, all types of stuff. You can even catch Alex yawning. You can see what that looks like in person because there'll be video versions of all of the podcasts. So...
2: Every episode has been <laughs> <on>. <laughs> That doesn't sound right. We do right. record these late at night. So. Uh, I'm just a so, person. So, like,
0: uh, check out uh, the YouTube channel at The First Ones To Die. And if you go over and over there, please do subscribe because that way you can stay notified on what's going on and when new videos get posted. Know what I'm saying? Oh, look at Cheddar. I'll have to bring it to you.
1: Anyway. All right, Jonathan, oh. where can people <laughs> <to> find you? <laughs> You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can also follow us at the first ones to die on all of your favorite social platforms on Rookie Cheddar! You can also uh, also, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, please review us, give us five stars. We would really appreciate that. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe, comment below as well. let to you hear your feedback. Alex, where can people find you
2: internet? you can find us at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok and on the podcast TikTok. Uh the first ones die where I post little clips of the podcast as well as things we may have been watching, things we will watch in the future, and then little uh videos of me just stoned and watching movies. <laughs> uh I watched recently Evil Dead Rises. I also saw Evil Dead Rises. Uh,
0: it's it's
2: <gasps> it's, it's crazy.
0: Uh, I didn't mind it. I don't like it more. Uh, like I don't like it, it more stupid. than the other Evil Dead remake. I think Evil Dead Rise uh, had some interesting ideas, but I, I still like the original. Like even the like the well, a, I always loved the original Evil Dead movies, but the Evil Dead remake was
2: better. Uh, yeah. Just a regular one. I like how proper he says. Uh, I thought <laughs> it was stupid. It's always stupid. It was. I always feel I, like. If you bleed on a book and it opens, I feel like common common sense should kick in and be like, don't read from the book that opened from my Alex, before that, if a book has
0: teeth on it, do not open it. (laughs) If it's sealed with teeth, because it looks like it could bite you at any moment in time, that is a book you put back on the shelf at Barnes & Noble, and you immediately alert the the staff that y'all have a demon book in there. You don't need to be selling that. (laughs)
1: Why is this I would want to at least to open.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he hears, is, He's like demon. He looks. So funny. Um, but come join us on the YouTube channel and see our pets, Cheddar and Gibson. Gibson is a proper proper pug, and Cheddar is an orange cat. And that's a oh look at that he even waves. Cheddar is just it just likes to show his butt sometimes. <laughs> so, but he's cute. Yes. and join us and wherever you can we'll see you next week when we're watching what the are we blackening watching? the
0: blackening <laughs> I'm on it's,
2: juneteenth it's a from us sh-
0: <laughs> that's right well, on our juneteenth rather now we did an honor in honor <laughs> of pride so now we're doing it in honor of juneteenth all right we're sharing the month <laughs>
2: And on our Juneteenth, we're gonna watch a movie where black people die. No, the blackest right. person <laughs> dies.
0: Alright, the other black people get to go home.
2: The blackest person
0: <laughs> I feel like that's even more anti-Well
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll get to hear what we have to think about it live and in person uh next week. So tune in for that. You don't want to miss that review. But until then, have a good night, good morning. Good evening. Whatever time you're listening to this, I don't know. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.